Hey everybody, it's Nathaniel Avila reporting from Greater Orlando and I'm here with Timbrel Hildebrand reporting from uh, Crowley, Texas and today we're going to be talking about the black hole. Ooh. Uh, what did you think about this film, Timbrel? It's definitely interesting, yeah. So some backstory about this film is that uh, a lot of people believe that it 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 was Disney's response to Star Wars, uh, but that is not true. That is just a myth. But it really was based off of like it was supposed to be based off of like the success of disaster films in the early nineteen seventies, like The Poseidon Adventure and Towering Inferno. So uh, two screenwriters named uh, Barb, Bob Barbash and Richard Landau uh, approached Disney Studios uh, executive story editor uh, Frank Paris with an idea for a space-themed disaster film originally titled Space Station One. Though I did see, I did see that it was also called Space Probe One, uh, so it could either be one of those two. So the, uh, so the writers showed uh paris uh like a sketch of their idea and their idea was later pitched to uh, ron miller who was a studio producer and uh and he got uh, another another producer named winston hilbert to help develop the project so uh with hilbert he came up with the idea of the black hole to be featured within the story so after like a year of working on the project hibbler did he wasn't really into the with the later story drafts. So he got another guy named William Wood to rewrite the script. Uh, but then he ended up retiring. Hilbert ended up retiring from Disney uh, and then it was shelved. Uh, and then it, it wasn't brought up again until 1975 uh, when it was retitled. Oh, here it is. And then it was retitled to Space Probe 1. Uh, and then the year after that in 1976, Hibbler came out of retirement to work on the film and then suggested to Miller to hire a concept artist named Robert McCall to create some pre-production visuals to help like, like focus up the, the story and explore some possible ideas for the script. Uh, he also brought in a matte designer named P Peter Ellenshaw. He got him out of retirement to create, to create like some conceptual designs for the film. Four months after that, they got uh, director John Hugh who recently made Escape to Witch Mountain in 1975. He was, he was, a, he was a assigned to direct the film. Uh, he liked the premise of it, but he thought that the script needed more revisioning. So we got another guy named Sumner Arthur Long to rewrite it some more. So by summer of 1976, the production team was still not satisfied with the script. So the audience and like the audience's interest in like disaster genre was starting to die out. So, uh, in August, but in August of that year, Hibbler ended up passing away. Uh, but a, the, uh, a lot of the work was already like a lot of whole bunch of work was already invested on the project. So they couldn't just leave it be. So Miller took over the project. And then in October, uh, uh, Ed coffee was brought in to rewrite the script some more. And then by February of 1977, another person named Jeb Rosenbrook was brought on to restructure the story again. 
in which the script was then changed to focus on a small core group of astronauts who would encounter a black hole, which was a phenomenon that has been growing like in the discussion of the scientific community uh, at that time. So yeah, that's where that came from. So uh, the script was being rewritten. Hugh uh, left the project so he can direct uh, Brass Target. Uh, and then in December of 1977, Miller got Gary Nelson, who had just been nominated for an Emmy for his political series of Washington, uh, to direct the film. Uh, after reading a draft, Nelson initially, he turned down the offer, but he was then called back to the studio after observing like miniatures and matte paintings that Ellen Shaw made. And then he finally agreed to direct the film. So Rosebrook finally finished the final draft in March of 1978, but uh, Disney still did not like the script. Another guy named Gary Day was brought on to do some, some more script doctoring. Uh, after some scientific research was, was made, uh, a guy named... Uh, and they brought on this other guy named uh, Martin Rabanovich to, to like be like a... Uh, like to research the, the whole space and the black hole thing. Uh, and the title, The Black Hole, was finally selected to convey the power and the mystique of the film. Ooh, and that's the story of The Black Hole. Wow. Yep. There sure was a lot of rewrites. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so did you think, like, the rewrites was very evident in the film? I mean, I guess, but... Honestly, I wasn't very blown away with the story itself. So, regardless of how many rewrites it went through, I think it probably could have used some more work. <laughs> it probably should have been some more rewrites. Yeah, I just I think the concept was interesting, but the characters left something to be desired in regard to development. That's very true. Um, like the uh, the concept was there, but we de they definitely need to polish up the. The characters and they they kind of did this disney like thing by having like a, a a goofy sidekick character which was uh the vincent the robot what did also we think about the robot it? was my favorite character it had the most character yeah th that was that's so very true and then there was also uh <clears throat> bob who was played by what's his name slim pickings oh yeah uh he was the, he was also he was the other robot like the older version of it. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, and so how did how did those two characters play in the film? Honestly, I felt like the robot those two robots Bob and Vincent had more. I don't know what to say. I feel like they had more meat in regard to character than any of the human characters. So. Like, they were the only ones that made me feel for them, really. Like, nobody else really made me feel for them, honestly, as characters. I definitely agree with that. Because I noticed that a lot of the characters are very one-note and one-dimensional. Yeah. Um, and I think one of them ends up dying. I forgot his name. Was two it... of them do. All of them die? No, two of them died. Oh, okay. Uh, who was, who was the person that was killed by Maximilian? Uh, that was Alex. He was the one that wanted to stay on the ship with the, with the crazy dude. Oh, yeah. So Alex got killed. And then we were like, oh, no, he's dead. Uh, and then we just move on. Um, yeah. And also, like, it was like, this is 
when the trailer came out for this film, it was actually the very first time they spoiled like they spoiled a major plot point in the trailer. Because in the trailer there was a there's a like a shot of uh Alex getting killed by Maximilian. So yeah. And there's also who was the Oh, and then there's Dr. Kate. What do we think about Dr. Kate? I mean, I can't really think that much more about her than any of the other characters. She didn't really have much in regard to development. She she kind of was just, she was the staple girl on board. It was kind of interesting, I thought, how she had sort of like this ESP with the robot, but they never really explained why, so that was a little weird. And I mean, her only, the only thing that made her kind of interesting was the fact that her father had been on the ship that they discovered. Yeah, I completely, actually, I completely forgot about that her father was on the ship. I think it was later revealed that uh, Reinhardt, the villain of the film, and it killed him or something. Mm -hmm. But uh, I kind of forgot about that later on. Yeah. Which brings on... Okay. Uh, He didn't make him into one of those uh, zombie robot things. No, he just killed him. Okay. So, uh, what do we think about Reinhardt, the villain? Honestly, out of all the human characters, he was probably... The, I guess I, I, I put he's the least boring out of all of them. He was more dynamic to watch. I guess maybe the actor was just a little bit more talented than the other actors on screen. But again, like his, well, I, I think that just because his mo- his uh, drives were a little more clear were what made him a more compelling character because he was kind of like the, he's kind of a staple mad scientist, too married to his work. It's going to cause him to do crazy things. So, I mean, I felt like he was a fairly compelling character and villain, but only because he had a little bit, only because his drive was clear, which wasn't really evident in any of the other characters. Yeah, he did have a very uh, clear goal, which was he wanted to explore the black hole, Uh, which goes into like this uh, theme of the film, which is the uh, horrors of exploration. What did you think that means? Like, what did you think about, like, the film's uh, theme of a hu- the human's drive to explore no matter what? No matter what, like, the how dangerous it is. I mean, I, I mean, I guess it works. But again, I didn't feel like any theme was very prevalent throughout the movie just because it, the story felt a little lacking. But, I mean, I guess it makes sense, you know. It shows that, like... Uh, since he was all by, he, he was blinded by his own ambition, you know, and that's a common theme in many films. So, I mean, I guess it works. Yeah, I'm very much grasping at straws. I'm probably giving the film way too much credit. But, um, uh, which brings us to, like, the ending of the film. The ending is probably the most interesting part of the film, uh, mainly because I it looks like they kind of wanted it, wanted, like, a 2001-style ending. Uh, what did you think it means? I mean, for, from my perspective, it kind of looked like they were going for a heaven and hell kind of thing. Like, the bad guy ended up in this place full of fire and, like, ghoulish-looking people, and then the, the protagonists were flying toward a bright light. It kind of felt, it felt very 70s, for lack of a better word. It just, it was kind of weird and sort of out of the blue, but I think that's what they were trying to get at there. Yeah, like a, there's a lot of people debating on on what it means and everything. 
but the one that uh, I most subscribe to is probably definitely the Heaven and Hell thing. Uh, what did you? There was also that one scene where uh, Reinhardt and Maximilian merge. I guess. What? Yeah. What does that mean? I guess the idea is like the black hole was causing because like it was supposed to be you know outside of time and space as we know it. So I guess the idea was that like the laws of nature don't necessarily apply. So. Reinhardt ended up merging with this awful beast he had created, I suppose. Like, he was being entrapped within his own creation. Something like that, maybe. Yeah, that's probably it. Um, and there's also, uh, there's also, like, a, a comic book that was supposed to come out, uh, called Beyond the Black Hole, which is supposed to take place after the events of this film, uh, about, like, the, the crew of the was it the palmito the palmito palmita palmito or something yeah the palmito uh the crew of the palmito uh going and exploring what's beyond the black hole but it never came out so i guess we'll never know uh and there was also like there were some scenes that were kind of like um like the fight scenes uh were kind of silly also especially with uh what's his name vincent whenever he would like i guess hit the the e like the evil robot android sentinel century type robots but it, w it would always look like he just like would just tap them a little bit like a soft tap with his little crowbar arm would just tap them and then they would just fall over like he just like got punched sucker punched in the face it was like i just kind of thought it was kind of silly um there was also I mean, that's, that's the one thing that I think the movie does have going for it. It's use of visual effects, practical and animated and otherwise, I think is very stunning. Like the black hole looks really cool. The ships look incredible. Probably on par with Star Wars and Star Trek. And uh, and especially, I felt like the robots and the like. Just I suppose the world building itself was is, is really cool to look at. Like I think this film is worth watching just for kind of the grandness of it the gigantic sets and the massive and the robots and stuff yeah like uh there's like this kind of like thing that disney does do very good is like they do good visual wise uh what they lack in storytelling they do make up for uh production design and set and set well, construction I don't know if it makes up for it but it, it, it's good <laughs> yeah um, there was also like I guess like a hint of a romance between Kate and I want to say Charles, um, like very briefly. Wait, you mean the captain? I think. Because Charlie was the other dude. Charlie was the young blonde guy. Uh, maybe I was thinking about Dan. Dan's the captain. Dan, yeah, Dan. It was Dan. Okay, Dan. Yeah, it, it wasn't very defined. They held hands and kind of shared a glance couple of shoulder touches <laughs> yeah it's like oh snap this is we're we're disney we gotta like we gotta like tone it down a bit for the kids <laughs> i don't know so uh i mean this film is very kind of like bare bones there's really not a bunch to talk about in this film it's really like a the characters were pretty one-dimensional and the story was pretty it was pretty like you know we, we kind of get where it was going uh 
So do you have anything else to add about this particular film? I mean, I guess I would say that The Black Hole is a very visually stunning film with an interesting concept that was poorly executed. Oh, yeah. Like, even the plot itself, I didn't have a problem with. It just felt like we had a plot, but there wasn't anything filling up the plot. They were just moving from point A to point B. And if we had more meat in between each point, you know, in developing characters and relationships and stuff like that, then this movie could have been a lot more interesting. Yeah. So uh, what what uh, aspects of the film would you suggest to improve and to improve the overall film? Really, it's just the characters. The characters, like, you don't really... Well, first off, the, the actors weren't particularly compelling, but that's not necessarily their fault. They could have been directed poorly. But, mm-hmm. And they weren't given much to work with. So I feel like if they had spent more time developing the characters making them more likable, revealing to us what their drive is, rather than just kind of making them cookie-cutter protagonists in spacesuits, then maybe we would have liked them a little bit more. Because you could kind of pick up on small little bits of character in each of them. Like, you could tell that Charlie was the hotshot, Dan was the, the rock of the group. Okay, Kate, Kate literally had no character. I'm sorry, <laughs> she, she had almost nothing. And... You know, and then you had the coward, who was the old guy who, you know, ran away. And then you had the, and then you had Alex, who wanted, who is also somewhat blinded by Reindolf, or what, what's his name? Reinhardt. Uh, yeah, my bad. Uh, his <laughs> sort of, like, ambition. So you had, like, these sort of, like, tiny little pieces of character that were revealed in each of these people, but they weren't really expounded upon. And, and maybe that's the problem. Like there were too. Maybe the problem was there were too many characters. But uh, yeah, I think that's just the problem. They had these kind of like archetypal characters that they didn't make interesting, really. Yeah. So if they would go back and rewrite it again, we would probably tell them to flesh out the characters a whole lot more. Uh, oh sure. Yeah. Like with uh, Kate, they're like, uh, "What's her personality?" And they're like, well, she has ZSP. And then there's like, oh, this is fine. It's enough. Let's roll. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> and then, um, so I, uh, so we only got that. So, and like, especially with all these rewrites that it went through, you would think that they would, they would, <laughs> would focus on the characters a bit more or at least improve on it. able to kind of like because if you hack and hack and hack so much of the script eventually you might lose the heart of it yeah oh that's very true too uh what did we think about the bob's death in this film honestly it was the only thing that moved me throughout the entire <laughs> film really really like why do like, you i care more about that robot getting blown up than alex getting like blendered by Maximus. Yeah. Oh, that's very true. Like, that's the only part that I actually felt any bit of emotion at all. And it really wasn't much, still. Like, it was just a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, that, that's pretty much it. So, uh, when the crew of the Palmito meet the, what is it, the Cypress or something like that? The, the, uh, Reinhardt ship. Is it called? I thought it was the Cygnus. Cygnus, yeah, that's right. 
the Cygnus. Yeah. Uh, when they meet the Cygnus, they just kind of go in and they just kind of meander around. And they're like, wow, look, yeah. it's a black hole. That's cool. And then that's that. And, the, and then they're like, oh, wow, look at that. It's uh, robots. They're actually humans. Ah, shock horror. Am I, am I right? I guess. Yeah, so uh, what did we think about the whole idea of uh, the robots ended up being like the human crew? Yeah, so that's the black hole for you. Any uh, final thoughts on it? Um, not really. I mean, I still think it's worth checking out just for the visual stuff, but it it it's definitely not the best thing that's come out of Disney. Yeah. Um. So, would you recommend it, uh, somebody watch it uh, for just for the visuals at least? Honestly, I probably would. I, I, I probably wouldn't even recommend it for the visuals. I mean, I tell them to flip through it, maybe. Just to look at it. Okay. Not necessarily watch the movie. Okay, just, like, look at it, like, on mute, and just, like, scroll through it? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, I would give this film a 4 out of 10. What would you give it? Yeah, I'd give it 5. 5 out of 10? Yeah, That's very generous. It's very generous of you. Yeah. All right, so... That's that's the the black hole for you. This one's a bit a little bit more of a shorter podcast, but I mean, come on, if you've seen it, you would know that there's not that much to talk about. <laughs> All right, uh, see you guys. Bye. Bye. Uh...